everyone. Welcome back to Window Chats with Robin, the Instagram Live podcast where I sit by a window and chat with very interesting people. For my loyal viewers, you'll know I'm broadcasting from a different location right now, and that's why I get to wear so much blue. No more blue background. It's very exciting. That's a sidebar. The more important thing is that we're chatting with Amanda today. Amanda Grant is an incredible individual. I've had the pleasure of meeting her when I first started becoming a Zumba instructor and she trained me and then I met her when I started working at Good Life and she was a manager there and she's just doing some incredibly awesome things so we're gonna bring her into chat okay here she is bringing her in sent request I tried to look sporty but I feel like Amanda's always gonna look sportier hi how are you doing oh my god so excited okay be cool. hey girl how are you I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited. I, I never know if people are going to agree. And then when you agree, I go, oh my gosh, you get to see Amanda. You're so funny. I was trying to get my AirPods to connect, but I don't think they connected. They, they like to selectively work. I'm actually shocked mine worked today. So Right? But yeah. you can hear me okay? Oh yeah, you're totally fine. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Most people tell me I, it, I talk like I swallowed a mic anyway. So There you go. You don't need it. Okay. I don't need it. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh my goodness. It feels like so, it has been a really long time since I saw you, but it, it feels like it has been a really long time since I saw you. <laughs> but it's so weird because I watch everything that you're doing on Instagram and I'm just so proud of you. You're, you just kept going and you pivot and you're, I, in my head, you're the queen of pivoting. I'm like, of course she's doing this. This makes total sense. This is genius. Why wouldn't she do this? Of course, Amanda figured it out. So I, I'm very much a fan, one um, of the many, yeah. You're so sweet, thank you. I, I sometimes don't feel that way. However, it's, you know, we are our worst critics, of course. And um, yeah, this year has just been crazy, right? Like, it, there's so many silver linings to this whole pandemic. As much as like, there's been a lot of shifts and a lot of changes, mm -hmm. The, I think the biggest thing is, is focusing on those silver linings and, you know, just handling the challenges as they come and trying to stay as positive as you can. And trust me, like what you see on Instagram is not real either. So like, I also have to remind myself of that, that, you know, like this is not really real life. And that's why I also try to be like very transparent. Like even when I'm not doing okay, like I'll still put stuff up that's, obvious that I'm not doing okay, right? Like, because I just find that people get so wrapped up in, in social media and comparing each other and comparing ourselves to everybody else that they see. And, and then it's like, well, uh, uh, I'm not good enough. And then you get into this whole, you know, negative mindset that I already battle with without social media. So bringing social media into the whole thing, but then again, like there's always that silver lining because now we get to connect with people that we don't necessarily see all the time. And, you know, like the, the people that are coming to classes that would have never came to classes if it wasn't for the pandemic, right? So I think that's like a big takeaway for me personally when it comes to the pandemic and being able to kind of associate it with life and what I've learned and just always knowing that there's that silver lining. And even in that, that moment, it can feel like this is 
absolute insanity. It feels like sometimes there's like a dark cloud over my head and it's like, okay, can you please go away so I can attract some good vibes, you know? But it's life. It's you know, life. It is life, but the fact that you're so real and open about it, it's, it's very inspiring and encouraging, right? You don't pretend to be this perfect individual. And I look at your feet and I go, wow, she is, you know what, it's been a hard time and she's sharing and, and just, you know what, I think it's great for people to know, you, you discuss about mental health and all that stuff too. And for people to know this isn't real because you see these beautiful, perfect pages and everyone's doing so well. And you go, well, what's wrong with me? And then here's Amanda saying, guys, hey, life is up and down, okay? Everyone struggles, so I got your back, and it's just, it's really, really encouraging. And that's, that's why I've always resonated. I love, I love everything that you do, and I love your attitude. I love your realness, because there, there's so much fakeness now, right? Or yes. at least anyone can be, you can be whoever you want to be, exactly. essentially. But, but the fact that there are people like you that are real, and, but also you're, you're promoting, like you show, I was looking at your journey for F45. I'm like, oh my God, she's so open. I, you just look at, because it's so, because as a fitness instructor, I found, okay, this is, this is what it is, right? And this is, oh, we should always follow what the fitness instructor does. But you know what? Hey guys, fitness instructors struggle too. And <laughs> it's yep. not like I can teach a class, amazing, but I'm still going to have my own fitness struggles and dealing with whatever injury at the time, or I'm just not really fully committed to my own exercise. So it's, it's good to see you prioritizing yourself and teaching others at the same time. And I feel like people follow your journey and you inspire and, and just, and you just grow. I feel like you grow amazing communities. I feel like you attract the nicest people with all your positive energy. So I, I love it. Well, my, I always say your vibe attracts your tribe. And it's, you know, like when I'm feeling down, I feel like the community changes, right? When I'm like feeling good, I feel the community changes, right? It's, it literally is like, and I, I do, I realize that that's one of my strengths is that I can go in, whether it was at Good Life or at F45, I can literally just, that's, I, I'm really lucky that I can do that where I can come in and just kind of like revamp the place, right? Like, I almost feel like I'm like that, like little Tinkerbell, like I'm gonna just go in and wave my magic wand and just plant my little pixie dust around and then, okay, bye, I'm gonna go fix another studio. Um, That's, it's so true though, it's so funny because I, I, when I was working, before I started working at Good Life, I was working wherever when I was living in London, Ontario, and then I come to Richmond Hill and I walk in, I see you, I go, okay, this is a good club to work at. Just, it was, I was so happy. Yes, it and you know, amazing. it's interesting because this is kind of where, like, I'm in that shift right now where it's, okay, I've learned how to do this really, really well. Now I need to teach people how to do this because I'm not getting younger, so I'm, you know, not able to do everything anymore and so it's it's now this shift from being the show all the time to teaching people how to put on the show and and being okay with things not being okay right like i honestly feel like i'm a recovering perfectionist and i've now learned that this is like a real thing and that like 
when it comes to perfection and anxiety and like all of these like addictions and all this, like they all correspond together. And some of them, some of the qualities are great. <laughs> yes. You're always the show. <laughs> <laughs> always the show. But that's the thing. Like I, you know, even from when I was small, like I'm, I'm the show. Like I just want to be in front row center and I'm the middle child. So it's like, hello, look at me. Right. And at the same time though, like even when I was managing good life, like that was like my hardest time because it was like, well, I don't really like being in the background. Like this is not fun. You know, like everybody else, like I don't want to be the stage manager. I want to be the, I want to be the performance. And I always go back and forth between like being the show and being the stage manager and being the show and being the stage manager and finding, I mean, I mean, I'm a Libra. So like, again, trying to find that balance is always my, my thing, but you're right. Like Richmond Hill was like one of those places where, you know, you literally would walk in and it's like, okay, now we know what kind of club this is. And that's what it's like now with F45. Like people walk into the studio and they're like, okay, now we get it. Like now we know what we're in for. And now it's like realizing that, okay, I know that I can, I can bring that. But again, I want to be able to leverage that and teach people how to do that themselves so that, again, I can like kind of plant my little seeds everywhere. And, you know, then there's this, this energy and vibe um, in multiple places. So that it's not just, just me, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's my little spiel about being I mean, you show. say that, I think you're still going to be the show till you're like 80, <laughs> 90 years old. I just see it. I don't think you can ever turn it off because I don't, I don't want you to. I don't, everyone wants you to keep being the show. You're, yes. you're awesome. See, and this is why I loved you so much because literally I come and watch your class and I'm like, she like just puts on the show. Like, I love that, you know? Like, I think as like artists, we, you know, have this just, we are not about sitting at a desk and, um, hi, Jonathan, um, sitting at a desk and just, you know, typing away for the day and being on the phone and, you know, being very corporate, you know, like that's just not who we are. And so being able to find your strengths, like this is another thing is being able to recognize what your strengths are and then be able to build a career from it is also, you know, part of the journey. Like, mm -hmm. what can I do? What can I bring to the table that's going to add value to a, a program or a brand mm -hmm. or you know, an organization. And, um, and I think again, like as, you know, dancers and actor, actresses and artists in general, like that's just how we were groomed, right? Like, it's like you show up for the audition every day. Like you are in that audition every single day. Um, and really having that mindset of I'm showing up today as if this were, you know, as if, like for example, with Good Life, I'm I'm gonna m manage this club every day as if Patch were to walk into the the club. I'm gonna manage F45 every single day as if Mark Wahlberg was gonna walk into my club. 
You know, like I'm going to teach my strong class every single day as if I leave was going to pop into my class. I'm going to teach my Zumba class every day as if, as if Beto is going to show up in my class. Right. And so then it's not about, um, you know, I remember my, my, my staff at Good Life, like they always used to freak out when the DMs would come in. And it's like, but we shouldn't have to freak out because if we're just doing what we're doing, then, you know, if we're doing something wrong, then I'm going to be open to that feedback and say, okay, cool. Tell me, because this is actually what I do every day. I'm not actually putting on a show for you just because you're here. I actually just put on the show every day regardless. <laughs> so is there something that I can learn? Okay, maybe. And yeah, is it going to be great every day? No, not at all. Um, but it's being able to go through, you know, the ups and the downs and, and leverage those good days and know that there's also bad days. And on the bad days, it's reminding ourselves that, there are good days and that it's temporary. And then on the good days, it's like, okay, I'm going to embrace this because I know that this is also temporary, right? Like everything is temporary and just, you know, kind of feel it, own it, whether it's good or bad and learn from it and move on. Learn from it. That's key. Learning. Exactly. Growth mindset growth mindset rather than fixed mindset. Because I think that that's another thing that can make a big difference when things are tough. You know, like we can, it's, it's always about choices. It's always about choices. And yes, we can be the victim and we can say, oh, this is happening to me. But, you know, as I've been reminding myself the last couple of weeks, it's things are not happening to me, they're happening for me. Um, and when I think about that, then it gives me like, again, a little bit of extra confidence to, to just keep going. You know, like, are there days where I want to give up and just throw in the towel 100%? You know, are there days where I think like, okay, like the grass is not always greener on the other side. So just keep pushing. And it's all going to make sense eventually. But until then, right? Laugh at the good times, cry in the bad times, and just find joy. Just find joy every day. Even if there's only one thing, just to find that joy in that one, in a day, every day, that will at least help to kind of switch that mindset. I'm smiling because this is my joy for the day, so I'm good. Check mark, okay. <laughs> Oh, you're so cute. Okay, but where are you sitting? Because your lighting is so beautiful. Oh, it's, oh my gosh, thank you. I actually moved in with my mother-in-law, so she has a really good window set up. And nice. I always joke because I normally used to do them in front of a blue screen, but now I can wear blue. I like blue. Yes, <laughs> that, I so that love was it. A little bit of extra joy. That was very fun for me, okay? <laughs> Perfect. I love it. See, it's again, just finding joy in wearing blue and sitting in front of the window and looking beautiful. <laughs> no, I really tried to up my athletic game. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll wear a little, I wore, see, I wore the thing, you know, where you put your hands through and you feel really athletic. That's, right. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to run a marathon. I've never yes. run one, but with this outfit, I might be able to. Absolutely. Yeah. I know those, those thumb holders are the That's best. Right. Yeah. They really are. They are amazing.
Do you have, I, okay, I was watching a video you made. It made me laugh so much. You did something called a Sharpie test. And you drew, you had these pants on or capris, athletic attire. You drew a Sharpie on your belly to prove that they wouldn't, move. you drew a Sharpie. You drew a line using a Sharpie, With a Sharpie. Yeah. on your belly and they didn't move. And I was very impressed with those. Honestly, you are a saleswoman. I have yet to buy them, but I was very impressed with them. So you got me, you convinced me, you influenced me. There you go. And that's what it's all about. Like it literally, so those are the light and tights. Um, so I also sell Zaya, which is oh, yeah. like all the clothes that I wear. Uh, um, are we going to do like a little modeling? Uh, this is the I know, summer right? brand. So this okay. is your Havana tank. Um, and you know what it is, is that again, like when opportunity comes up, I just take it, right? Like it's not very often I'll say no, which is not always a good thing. But when an opportunity comes up and I'll say, okay, cool. Like I'll run with it, you know, um, see what happens. Like I'm not gonna, you know, like quit my full-time job or anything to sell activewear. But you know, it's like at the end of the day, like how many times have you been teaching a class and people are like, Oh, I love those leggings. Oh, I love those shoes. Where did you get them? Like that. I love the outfit, you know? And they're like, oh, yeah, go to Sport Check, go to Lululemon, you know, and it's like, well, thanks, Lululemon. Like, can you give me something from this? Interesting. And yeah. this is what, you know, like Erin Bradley, who started Zaya, is what that's what she did, you know, is essentially what? she was like, okay, well, I'm going to create an activewear line that will allow other people to kind of leverage the relationships they already have and make a bit of commission off of it, right? Like I just wear the clothes and then people are like, oh yeah, what's that? Or I'll do the Sharpie test. And people are funny. like, is that actually for real? Because how many of us have it's to- not, You did a work? 60 minute class. Not you like, not only does it work, watch me do a 60 minute class in what is it? Eight times the speed? It was so funny. <laughs> Exactly. It was, it was intense. Yeah. So those you also are the made it look tights. easy. I'm, I'm also, every time I watch you work out, I go, you know what, Amanda, it is not that easy to do whatever that you're like, you're trying to show people little tips on how to improve form. I'm like, I can't even do the tips you're doing. I don't know what's going on lady. Okay. <laughs> but again, it's all because like, you know, I, I couldn't memorize like a monologue the same way that you do, you know, like it's, it's when you own your craft, it becomes a part of you, right? And to start something, it's never going to be easy. But if you practice it on a regular basis, it gets easier. And like, for me, movement has been my entire life. I never really had friends to communicate with. I never played sports. So I never had to be on in a team. My whole thing was always dance. And movement and that the to me that's like who i am and being very technical and you know everything has to be like perfect um again i've kind of just taken that as one of my strengths to say okay i recognize that that's something that i do naturally i i have to work at it in a way but for the most part it comes to me pretty natural so that's why i'm again gonna leverage that ability to be able to recognize form and alignment, to be able to then help other people 
you know, like for you, I'm sure that you could say the same thing. You could probably teach me eventually how to memorize a monologue the same way that you. I don't know if you could afford my rates. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Like if you put in that time, regardless of whatever you're doing, eventually it's going to be easy, you know, like, or at least look easy, mm -hmm. you know, it's. It, but then eventually it just becomes part of who you are. So that's why it looks easy to other people because they don't do it on a regular basis like yeah, you for do. Sure. I actually don't, I didn't know you were a dancer. So this is interesting, but it makes sense because I remember when you started teaching, I don't remember the whatever instructor version of Zumba I was at, but I could always tell when, cause again, I know with Zumba, you don't have to be a dancer, but I could tell who, got the rhythm, who added little extra je ne sais quoi, you know, the whole, and then you had the facial expression, like this isn't, this isn't Zumba, this is a little extra, a little sparkle right there. Yeah. So it makes sense. I assumed you were a dancer, but I didn't realize it was from childhood kind of thing. So that's it. Yes. What kind of dance did you do? So I danced uh, from the time I was five. Whoa. I started with ballet. Yeah. I did ballet, jazz, tap, contemporary, all the way to university. I have my degree in dance. Um, I know, right? That's cool. Uh, yes, I went to school to be a dancer. I went to post-secondary education to be a dancer. And um, yeah, I danced until I was 24 years old. Um, and again, that's where kind of like the whole shift of the dream of becoming a dancer to becoming a Zumba instructor kind of happened because you know, I ended up having my son and then it was like, okay, well, the whole plan of going this direction is not going to work, but I'm just going to change the plan slightly where I can still dance and have fun and still be a mom. So that's kind of where that whole fitness journey started because ultimately I movement and dance was my life. Um, you know, my, my passion has always been movement and music and just energy and fun. So, I mean, Zumba was a perfect transition from that dancer world to the fitness world. And that's brought me to where I am now. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. There's such a discipline as a dancer that you have to develop, especially when you're doing it for your education. It's, you can't explain that level of, I mean, it just makes sense that you, you're easily able to do the fitness, you're able to maintain your fitness regimen because it is, it's tough it's being a professional dancer, my goodness. And the mind over matter for certain things when you go, dear God, no, I don't want to do anymore. Okay, I guess we're doing it again. All right, here we go. It's happening. Right. For, so I just wonder the shift from dancing all the time to teaching a one hour class. It just seems like, what is this? This is my warm up. I don't know. Exactly. Right. And like you think about like rehearsals and it's like, okay, let's do it again and let's do it again and let's do it again. Oh right. It, it is. I think it's so true. It's, it's again, that discipline and growing up with that discipline of like always, you know, being on time, ready to start, you know, warm up. And, um, and then again, like that has transferred into my adult life as with my fitness obsession and <laughs> it's a passion.
passion. Obsession is harsh. Okay. Right. Yes. My passion. Passion. I don't know. Obsession works too. Either way. It's a, right? I'm passionately obsessed. It's fine. Okay. Exactly. That's all semantics. That's yeah. Potato, potato. <laughs> I love that you said showing up on time. Do you ever get frustrated when someone comes late to a class? Are you that instructor? You have no idea <laughs> how much it bothers me that people cannot be on time. Like this is a huge, like, like my ex-boyfriend is never on time. And I used to get so angry with the fact that he could never be on time. Um, and even when participants can't come to class on time, it drives me bonkers. And sometimes I just have to put on my happy face and say, okay, do better next time. No problem. But, but, here, like but what bothers you? See, I have so many different reasons why people's lack of punctuality bothers me. But Tell is me. it like, do you want them to get a, the most benefit out of the workout? And because they're not on time, they won't get the benefit? Or is it disrupting the class? Or is it I, I don't know. I also just, I, here's the thing. There are times, like even when I was working in a clinic as a physio and someone would come late to an appointment, life happens. I understand. But I think it's those people that make it a habit of showing up late. That's when I get a little, mm, right. a little frustrated because it's almost a disrespect to, to the person right. like doing the class, right? You know, I showed up on time. It would be nice if you did. Yes. And I also think like for me personally, it's a bit of, ego like yeah, when, okay. when you are late like you say like it's it's a respect thing and it's a that you don't respect your own time yeah that's a good and point. b that you're not respecting my time and c it's i'm sorry i don't know who you think you are that you think you could just come in at any time and just just show up Right? You know like, what? I think there's a lot of planning that goes in as well, right? So especially for F45, everyone has their station. So now you come in, it's okay, well, I don't know where we put you. We had this all planned out. It really throws off the dynamic. Yes. So I can see that, especially for F45. Exactly. And that's, you know, and for me, it's if I'm not 15 minutes early for somewhere, then I'm late. I get right. that. I, I have this discussion a lot because it's ingrained in me. So when I'm actually on time, I consider that late and I, I apologize. <laughs> right. But there's not, not everyone understands that. So sometimes when you show up early, people get offended almost. Yes. Like I wasn't ready. So it's a very weird divide between people that want to be early because they consider that on time versus people that are just on time and then very late is just the other category of, I don't, I have no comment. <laughs> yes, exactly. I agree 100%. It, it really is that, again, it comes back to like that balance, but it also is like human behavior is so complex. Oh, absolutely. It's fascinating. And yeah. it's actually crazy to me that we were all put here and what we're supposed to get along or we're not supposed to get along or, you know, but that's what makes it life. You know, like if it was always sunshine and lollipops, then that would be boring. Right. Like we wouldn't really know how great the sunshine and lollipops were if there wasn't the 
dark clouds and rain. You know, like it's it's all that perspective. And I think that it's being able to to recognize that and not take things personally and not, um, you know, put your beliefs on somebody else. Um, and again, like I can talk about all this stuff, no problem, but to actually put it into my oh, own absolutely. life. <laughs> it's so true. I was great at giving advice or suggestions, whatnot. And then you go, Oh, but uh, I should probably listen to my advice. That's right? quite helpful. Yeah. yeah. It's like when I work out with my clients and they're like, oh shit, she's gonna be like so hardcore to work next to. And I'm like, dude, you don't think that I'm telling you all those things because all those same things go through my head too. Like at the end of the day, I'm also a human being. So I'm not a robot. I get it. Like shit gets hard. I get it. You wanna give up. But that's also where you know, you need to have a good coach. And that's why I always say like coaches need coaches too, because yeah, we all need that support. At the same time, we all need that outlet. And if it wasn't for that accountability, and that support, then, you know, what's the difference of doing something on my own versus paying for it and, and getting that value of having that accountability and having mm -hmm. that support. And so no, I need it just as much as everybody else does, just because I'm really good at motivating you to keep going. And, you know, like, it doesn't mean that when it comes to motivating myself, oh my gosh, like, that's why I'm so good at motivating everybody else, because it, I get to practice it every day myself. It's like, okay, what do I need to hear today? All right, now I'm sharing with the group. Exactly, it's, right? It's like yeah. when people say, oh, Amanda, how come you like break things down so well? Well, because like I've been that kid who had no idea what was going on and I needed a good teacher to help break things down for me. And so now when I teach, like I really try to break it down so that regardless of how you learn that you're going to take something away from it. And instead of, you know, using that as like, Oh, poor me. Like I had such a hard time in school. It's, I've kind of just, again, just found that silver lining where it's like, okay, well, I can just teach other people based on my struggle. And so that hopefully it makes their struggle less. Absolutely. Right. I really, oh, it did do not disturb, but it decided to not listen to me. <laughs> Classic Instagram live. Why don't they listen? Oh, remember how I gave you the advice of what to do for an Instagram live? Right. I didn't listen to my own advice, but I thought I did. So yes. I'll figure that out later. Yeah. I actually put mine on airplane mode. Oh, smart. see, sometimes I doesn't, I can't get the live to work when it's on airplane mode, but I will try that next chat. Oh, okay. okay. I totally forgot about do not disturb, to be honest. Oh, no, that's fine. Yeah. I send all the instructions. I'm like, read what you want. Here's the gist of it. Enjoy. Okay. Right. You did great. You came in right away. It was amazing. Well, thank you. I'm, I, again, I just try to follow the rules. But sometimes but you also break love, a little rule. Yeah. Okay. But I also love breaking the rules. Yes. Like rules are made to be broken, except when I want, to, want them to be followed. <laughs> uh, there's exceptions to every rule. So there you go. So difficult to get along yeah. with. Oh my goodness. See, you say that, but I don't know. I can always, it, 
it's so interesting the persona you put on as you know fitness whatnot and out there versus what you feel inside or even your personal relationships they can be so different and I think that's also a hard divide right like if I just taught I know I would teach a Zumba class and I would have you know there's so much going on in my life I'm like you know what these ladies don't care they came from very far to be here I'm gonna give them again we talked about the show here we go here's my class it's also kind of my workout because I didn't feel like working out today so I'm gonna go hardcore they can enjoy it. And then I leave and I go, my God, I have so much to deal with in life and set. Right. <laughs> There's a little roller coaster within the hour and a half. You go, exactly. Whoa. And I think honestly, like that's a quality as fitness instructors that we all have where we, we need that class just as much as our participants need it. And like, yes, we can give off a lot of energy, but it's also the energy that we get back that, can make the difference. And I think, you know, that was a big shift for a lot of people when it came to the pandemic and going into lockdown and not being able to teach live classes anymore and not having that outlet to be able to, you know, kind of distract yourself from everyday life. No, I can't hear you now for some reason. I, hello? Oh, I think, look, airplane mode didn't work because oh. my phone was just ringing. <laughs> See, okay. It's like people, well, I'm sure you said words of wisdom. I saw your mouth moving. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it was fascinating. I'm like, can I read her lips? And no, I couldn't. I'll work on that. That's a, that's a side project. Right? Um, and I don't even now know what I even said. So... I got okay. distracted. I, I went into panic mode of no, please work. I don't know <laughs> what to do. <laughs> these I mean, I love these lives, but they're, the tech difficulties that have emerged are also horrifying simultaneously. So yes. it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. And that's but one thing you did. Didn't you do? You've done. You use Zoom, right, for your fitness? Okay. How yeah. have you found Zoom for fitness? Is it I, again? aside from the energy that would be in a normal classroom, was it doable or what are your thoughts on it? You know what? I honestly almost forget how to teach a live class. Um, and to be honest, like I did an outdoor strong class. I've been doing outdoor strong classes since like they let us go outside. And even the first time that I taught the outdoor class, it was like, Oh my gosh, I forget that I have to look at people and make eye contact with people and build that connection with people rather than just looking at a screen where I can see all the people on one screen and I'm really not making eye contact with anybody because I can't see them. I can really only see them in this little square and that's really what made um, Zoom classes so challenging is you you can push people and you can coach people, but at the end of the day, it is not anywhere close to a live class, you know? But at the end of the day, there's also some live classes that are not the energy that you want either, right? But, so, and even the one you have now, or at least what I saw, it was so spaced out to a point where I go, that it how are we teaching this how are we projecting what is going on here exactly and not even to mention the fact that we can't even have as many people 
So everybody's spaced out. So now again, the energy is going to be different because it's not like we're all sardines. Like remember when Zumba was so popular and we would like smash 60 people into that studio? <laughs> like, could you imagine people with nowadays? It's like, oh my God, get away from me. Like why are you standing so close to me? You know, six feet. Part of the fitness experience was you have to save your bubble, right? You're always trying to save your space while trying to do the class as best as you can. <laughs> right? There's a little extra element of fun. Exactly. And you know, like that whole like, okay, how many people can we fit in the studio today? You know, like, okay, let's just add one more person. I'm sure that's not going to make a big difference. Okay, let's just add maybe two more people because they just came a little bit late and they really want to do the class today. And again, like, I think about it sometimes and I'm just like, this is what people do for a fitness class. A fitness class. Like, you would think that we were all running for the best Boxing Day sale. And it's a fitness class. But I again, mean, don't you, goes, I feel honored. I would feel honored to see a lineup. I go, oh my God, you want to see me? Oh, right. Okay. And that's where I've always said to people, it's not about what you do. It's about how you make people feel. Right? Because, like that, huh? yeah. think about it. Why do people go running for those deals to get the latest and greatest TV? Because it's going to make them feel good. Oh my gosh, amazing. I have this beautiful big TV and like there's this sense of like, this is awesome. Well, that's essentially what we're doing in fitness, right? Like we're giving people that confidence and that ability to think like, okay, I can do something that I never thought I could do or... I'm actually following along for the first time and I can actually do this move now or I can actually do this push up now and I'm not doing my push ups off my knees anymore and I'm, you know, I can do one handed push up. I can do one light push. This is what happens. I, I can do push ups with no, this is what you do. You just like, look, I'm, I've done a push up. Uh, the most intense things. You're, you're in, ridiculous. I love it though. Well, that's like, it. My, like it's my always about pushing your limits. When you, when you do stuff like, how is she moving her body? Oh, yeah. God. It's it, it, honestly, like, I get so much joy out of finding challenges that I can just, just try. Like, why not? I'm just going to try it. Like, I'm just, like, people call me Peter Pan because okay. they're, like, literally, Amanda, you have not grown up. Like, you are <laughs> just a kid stuck in an adult body. I was hoping it was because you could fly. I mean. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish. But again, like this is where Tinkerbell comes in because I just come in and sprinkle my, my pixie dust and off you go. Wait, have you ever injured yourself for pushing yourself too far? That was my concern. The physio in me is concerned. Oh my goodness, have I ever. Yes, I have overtrained so many times. My biggest injury was when I tore my MCL. Ooh. And... How did that happen? Uh, pardon? How'd that happen? I was teaching a Zumba class. Oh no. Yep. And I was doing a cumbia. Oh, and no. oh, I yeah. literally went to go step down for on the cumbia and it just like um and I was like, oh my gosh, like what just happened? Now I did dislocate my knee when I was small. Like I was competing um when I was like 13 or 
I think maybe 13 or 14. Um, and I dislocated my knee during a performance. And so my, my right knee has always had, you know, issues since then. Um, and so then when I injured myself teaching Zumba, it was the same knee. You know, it was, again, overtraining. I was just doing too much, not resting enough, not taking care of myself, you know, going to physio, going to the Cairo, getting massages, right? Because again, like, that's always like, no, I don't have time for that. Like, I just got to keep going, just keep going, keep going. But yes, 100% overtraining is real. Rest and recovery is real. Um, and I, I know for you, like as a physio, it's really important that it's, it's, you know what? And again, even as we're saying this, I've definitely pushed myself too far. And then you learn, oh, well, that, that makes sense why I'm injured now. Right. It's, it's, you know, the science, you understand what you have to do, but sometimes it's harder to do it. Cause I don't know, sometimes when exercise helps clear your head and you got a lot going on in your head, you just, you want to keep moving. Exactly. But I, it, you know, when you were saying you taught a Zumba class and you injured yourself, I actually pictured you finishing the class. Yeah, and I, I feel did. like, no, you did. Of course you did. And no one knew you were injured. And then you went to get it looked at. Oh my God. That is super painful. Yeah. Oh my God. It was awful. And you know what? I probably would have been better off just stopping. And it probably wouldn't have been so bad because by not stopping, I was out for six weeks. Oh. Right? Like, if I had stopped, maybe I would have been out for three weeks, you know, but I just had to finish that class. And this is where, again, it's like, it's that mentality of like, I'm a fighter, I'm a warrior, I'm going to push through, it doesn't matter how hard it gets, you know, but again, like there comes a time where you kind of have to shut that off and say, hold on a second, like my body's trying to tell me something, I'm either going to lose everything or listen take a break. You don't have to quit. Just take a break and then come back stronger. Absolutely. And that's been a hard, hard lesson to learn. It is hard because even now it's, you want to push yourself. Cause there was a point, especially like I, again, I injured myself too. And there's a point where, okay, fine. I'll just do the rehab. I'm not, and then you get scared to push yourself more because you don't want to keep starting from scratch. So it's okay. Well, if I push myself more, how far can I push myself? And then I go, Oh, I pushed myself too far. Now I can't work out. It's hard to find that balance, that happy medium. And sometimes it really is trial and error. And you go, well, I really wish didn't have to find out that that was too far. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like ultimately, and this again is a metaphor for life. Right. Again, like I relate so much to what I talk about with fitness to what, you know, you, you can analyze about your life because Absolutely. You know, ultimately, your workouts, they're going to be tough. Your life, it's going to be tough. There's going to be times during your workout where you're like, oh, no, if I do another one, I'm going to go over the edge and it's not going to be good. There's going to be things in your life where you're like, okay, if I keep going down this path, then these are the immediate consequences and then these are the long-term consequences, right? So, um, yeah, it's it's life is just so crazy oh absolutely i think the thing is that the fact that we can have this conversation though it, i i'm hoping that it resonates with people out there that no one no one has their life together right and even as fitness instructors and like a dancing background whatever as even as a physio myself it 
no one, it's really hard to, to know, not even like your physical boundaries in a sense, even your mental boundaries, how far can you push yourself? And it's okay to back off and be kind to yourself, to, to just know that if you're not going 100% some days, that is okay. Right. That's where you're at. And, yeah. but sometimes you have to push yourself a little harder. So even as I'm saying this, I'm like, I don't know what the right or wrong thing to do is. It's, I think it's just trying to find, like you said before, right? Just finding joy, but also trying to move a little more. I, yes. I'm like, when you say you're such an advocate for movement, I, I agree because like, I, I don't know. I find if I don't move all day, you know, if I'm just sitting there, you know, watching whatever shows, because my goodness, there's a lot of shows on television now. And you go, I just feel gross. Yes. You know, you just feel like tired. And I think I aged by 10 years. I don't know what happened to my body. It just hates me. Right. So it's even like the small movement, like go for a little walk outside when it's not 30 degrees and disgusting. Uh, Or like just do a little gentle stretch or something. And it's, yeah, it's hard. It's easier said than done because there are times when, yeah, you know what? You didn't move that day and it is what it is. And then tomorrow's another day and you take it from there. But exactly. I think it's just knowing that there's coaches and amazing. I call you a coach. I call you an instructor. I don't know what to call you because you do so much. An entrepreneur. You're just you're just doing things. But yeah. to know that there's people like you out there, Amanda, that are just supporting and coaching and and very open about their own struggles. It's it's just makes it easier for people to be real with themselves as well. Yes, and honestly, like I have a, I have an arrow on my arm. Like one of my tattoos is an arrow. I don't know if you can see it there. Look at you. I can. Yeah. Right. Um, as my reminder that in order for an arrow to go forward, it has to be pulled back. Right. Oh, we're so deep. Mm-hmm. That's really so, cool. So this is where like, and this is also where I kind of struggle where like having just like, Hey, how are you? Kind of conversations don't work for me. You know, like <laughs> I, okay. I, this is like everything that we're discussing now is everything that I've been talking to people about. I I'm very much struggle with Right? Like I like there to be depth and meaning and I want to learn something or I want to like inspire someone or I want to motivate someone with what I'm saying. You know, like I'm not that person that's like, uh, so, you know, let's just chat about the birds and the bees and the, latest on TV and did you watch that game last night and did you watch this game last night and I'm just not that person but when it comes to arrows and talking about the fact that when you have to pull an arrow back for it to shoot forward then it makes people think and then I'm like okay now you're gonna remember that and now next time life is shitty then you can remember that you're just pulling your arrow back and soon the arrow's gonna shoot forward and off you go. And then the arrow's gonna land eventually and go ding back into the ground. Then eventually you're gonna have to pull it back again and shoot it again. And that's just the cycle. That's it. There have been so many amazing little Amanda, like I feel like these are Amanda gems or something. I don't know, you gotta call them something. Uh, they're great. It's, it's the granted factor. Oh, that's awesome. I know it was granted to be was your website, if I'm not mistaken. And I love that very much. The granted factor. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, my ex is the one that called it called me that. Granted factor? 
the granted factor. Yeah, he's like, it's just the granted factor. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's just the granted factor. And I was like, oh, actually, that's pretty scientific. good. Scientific. It sounds like an equation. Right? It's like, I like it. not the X factor, it's the granted factor. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all about branding, right? Like, as much as we work for different um, brands and organizations and everything else, at the, at the end of the day, we're all branding ourselves. And this is what social media has kind of done to us. Yeah. Right. And that's just part of my brand now. And, and that's, I, I honestly, like, I try to encourage people to come up with, you know, what makes you, you. And well, no, I can't use an arrow anymore. It's taken by Amanda. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't using it. I didn't come up with that. I saw that somewhere. So somebody else came up with that. And then I just owned it. That's the other thing. It's like, well, that was very I, confident. Look at you. That's Are you it. sure you're not an actor? Okay. Right? I know. But ultimately, at the end of the day, ideas are always going to be there. Somebody mm -hmm. else has come up with probably the same ideas as we all have, but it's just acting on it. That's it. That's the only difference. This was so... Amanda, you inspire me. You're, you're like never going to stop inspiring me. And I always... See, I always... My season two of window chats, I keep trying to chat for half an hour, but I'm like, I can't stop talking to you because I don't want to. I, I am going to end it. I don't want to because I could talk to you for hours just because I want to value your time as well. But thank, thank you, you so much for doing this. I am so grateful to connect, to reconnect with you and just keep being you. I, I love you. it. I love everything you're putting out there. This has been awesome. Again, thank you for the invite. I'm so happy that we could connect. And again, based on the things that we've talked about today, hopefully it inspires somebody to make a better change for their themselves and live a happier life. That's beautiful. And thank yeah, thank you all for watching. Yes. Thank you guys. Bye. All right. Thanks, Robin. Thank you. Bye. See you.